0: Assalamu and welcome to episode 6 of Soul Food, where we're going to talk about sacred knowledge. In this episode, we'll talk about the virtues of seeking knowledge. We'll talk about what true knowledge is. And then lastly, we'll focus on traveling to seek knowledge. We're continuing with the book of Imam al-Sha'rani, that illuminating or pollinating the lights of holiness in the hearts by clarifying and explaining the Muhammadan covenants. And we should all commit ourselves to every single covenant that Imam al mentions. Even if we feel that it might be difficult, we should have the intention to follow insha'Allah, and that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. So regarding the virtues of seeking knowledge, Imam al says that we took a covenant from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam to commit ourselves to always seek sacred knowledge. And this is an extremely important covenant because we can't underestimate sacred knowledge. And because in today's world, a lot of people think we have so much access to knowledge that because we have so much access, we don't really need to commit ourselves to learning the way that previous people did. Why do I need to memorize a verse or a hadith when I can just Google a couple words from it and it will come up. This is a really dangerous kind of mentality. That's not the way of our ummah. That's not the way that the Prophet ﷺ taught us. Because knowledge is passed down from generation to generation and it is passed from heart to heart. It's not something that merely exists as words on a paper or words on a website but it is something that there is a light in that knowledge and that light has to be transmitted from heart to heart and from generation to generation and it needs to be carried on. And without sacred knowledge, sacred knowledge is really one of the guardians or the protectors of the true understanding of revelation. And without it, anyone can say whatever they want and pass it on as religion. And many people do. And we see a lot of trouble in the world today, a lot of people being distanced from God by the sayings and actions of people who really don't know what they're talking about or do not have any legitimacy in what they're talking about. The scholars of this ummah, they committed themselves to seeking knowledge the way they committed themselves to worship, that those two things were not separated from one another. For example, Imam al-Shafi'i one of the greatest souls and minds in our entire history. May Allah have mercy on him. He used to split up his night into three parts. One part of his night would be for sleep and rest. Another part of his night would be for studying hadith and extracting rulings of the sacred law from the statements of the messenger wasallam. And one portion of the night for prayer. That's how he would do every night. A little bit of rest a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of worship. Well, actually, we should say a good amount of knowledge and a good amount of worship. May Allah have mercy on him and be well pleased with him. And Imam al-Shafi'i would say, if it wasn't for studying sacred knowledge with my brothers and night prayer to Hajjud, I would not have liked to remain in this world. In other words, the things that brought me the most joy in this world was studying with my brother's sacred knowledge and praying at night. Imam al-Sha'rani, the author of this book, he says that seeking knowledge must be built upon a righteous intention and that it should not be with the intention of showing off and debating and arguing with people. That it's not just someone academically building themselves up intellectually to think that they're smarter than others or to argue with others but that sacred knowledge should be sought to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to get closer to his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whomever Allah wills good for, when Allah wills good for someone, he grants him an understanding in religion and a deep understanding, a sound understanding, you know, actualized understanding in religion. And that hadith is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. That brings us to the next point, true knowledge. What is true knowledge? There's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, which also indicates the virtue of seeking knowledge. But it shows us what true knowledge is really about as well, in which the Prophet ﷺ says, the angels spread their wings for the seeker of knowledge. Out of contentment or out of pleasure, with his endeavor. All that is in the heavens and on earth, even the fish in the sea, seek Allah's forgiveness for the scholar. The superiority of a scholar over a worshipper, someone who worships without a great amount of knowledge. The superiority of a scholar over a worshipper is like the superiority of the moon over the rest of the stars. In other words, in its brightness, and in its visibility. The scholars are the heirs of the prophets. The scholars are the heirs of the prophets. The prophets do not bequeath gold nor silver, rather they bequeath knowledge. So whoever takes knowledge has taken a great portion. This hadith is amazing on so many levels. But if we just look at that last part where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam talks about the inheritance, his inheritance, what he left behind was knowledge, was knowledge that transforms hearts, knowledge that brings people closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowledge that brings everlasting salvation. And you know in some cultures, particularly in the West, if someone when they pass away, they put the name of someone they love in their will. Let's say, for example, a really wealthy person puts the name of someone in their will and says, so-and-so gets all of my wealth or gets this huge portion of my wealth. When they put that person's name in their will, it's an indication that that person had a very special place in their heart. And if you try to think about it that way and you apply it, to the inheritance of the Prophet We all have the opportunity to be people who inherit what the Prophet wasallam bequeathed. In other words, we are people who have an opportunity to be of those who are given that portion of what the Prophet وسلم, left behind, which is something far greater than anything you could get in this world. It means more to be of those people. It is more valuable than having your name in the will of the most wealthy or most influential person in a worldly sense. But to be of someone who is an inheritor of the Prophet Muhammad there's nothing greater than that. The Prophet states in another hadith, whoever passes away while they are seeking knowledge, they will meet Allah while having only the rank of prophethood separating them from the prophets. If someone passes away while they are seeking knowledge, there will only be the degree of prophethood that separates them from the exalted rank of the prophets. But this knowledge, this comes back to true knowledge now. This knowledge that we're seeking, because a lot of people We come across people who seem to be knowledgeable or people who seem to know more than maybe the average Muslim when it comes to Islamic knowledge. But then those people might have bad character, those people might be hypocritical, and so forth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive and guide us all. So that comes to the reality of knowledge. The reality of knowledge is that your awe and your mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases in your heart, is that that knowledge, when it becomes true knowledge, it makes your reverence of the Lord of the lofty throne increase. That's what the reality of knowledge is. The Prophet ﷺ said, knowledge is of two types. Knowledge in the heart, and that is beneficial knowledge. And knowledge on the tongue, and that is God's proof against the human being. What this means is that if you only know and that, you know, God said this and the messenger said that, qala Allah اللَّهُ qala رَسُولُهُ And that's all you have, it's just on your tongue. And that's not enough. And that people will be held accountable for what they say if it's not implemented in their own lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and have mercy on us and protect us. But when that knowledge pierces through and affects the heart, it transforms it. And that is true knowledge. And that's why it's important to always seek knowledge. You might hear a verse of the Qur'an or a particular hadith 99 times and you have a certain understanding of it. But maybe that 100th time or that 1,000th time, it pierces your heart and it becomes a more realized and actualized kind of knowledge. That is the knowledge that we must be committed to always seeking. And then Imam Shahrani ends with a point about traveling to seek knowledge, that knowledge is so precious because it is the guide to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure. So people, especially in the past, they would move all over the world looking for knowledge. Just like in, in today's world, you see that you know people will travel to distant parts of the world for work, that people will go long distances to facilitate their living situation and the life of this world. So then is it not more worthy that to seek knowledge people would go long distances or put in an effort to get the currency they need for the hereafter? So that's what knowledge is about. And that's why scholars would travel and would go out even just to attain one hadith. So this is only necessary if you don't have people locally who can teach you. But if you don't have people locally who can teach you, then it is very worthwhile to go seek knowledge, even if it's to go to a retreat or to go to an intensive or to go to a conference, it's worthwhile. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards that greatly. And also nowadays we have many resources online and otherwise that sometimes we also take for granted books that are printed, and so forth. However you seek your knowledge, the most important thing is that your commitment has to be firmly rooted in your heart. You can never reach a point where you say, I have enough knowledge. That when a person loves the Qur'an and loves its meanings and its realities, and we can't have a deen that's just a form where we just like the sound of the Qur'an and we just are affected by beautiful voices reciting the Qur'an, we need depth and understanding. And that when we love the Prophet ﷺ and his hadith, we need to give that commitment and reflection and understanding and introspection. And if you find a good teacher, someone who has a sound connection to scholars, someone of upright character, someone who is a person of caution, take advantage of that person, male or female. When you have opportunities to learn from someone who has a chain of transmission through their teachers to the Prophet ﷺ and they have beautiful character, especially in today's world, hold on to people like that. These relationships, they can be very rare. And as the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever goes out on a path seeking knowledge, by that Allah the Exalted makes easy for him the path to paradise. Or easy for her, the path to paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. That brings us to the call to action. Commit yourself. Commit yourself to reading regularly, to studying regularly, to attending a halaqah, even if it's once a week, or to take a class online. And in the show notes, we'll provide a link to Seeker's Guidance that has classes that are free online that you can take at your own pace in order to build up your knowledge of what Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has revealed to us and what has come from the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala make us people of true knowledge. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala grant us beneficial knowledge and make that beneficial knowledge transform our state so that we see the fruits of that knowledge in practice and in worship and in obedience and in love and in remembrance. And in following the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.